0: You ready let's do this
1: welcome to the professor g podcast now here's professor g What's up, everyone? It's Professor G, and welcome to Professor G Podcast. I have an amazing guest here today, Donnell Livingston. Originally from South Central California, now resides in Sacramento, El Grove, California, Northern Cali. Entrepreneur, nonprofit owner, just contributing to the community left and right. Uh, but what we're really about is telling his story. Is There's so many young people out there, older people out there that really just need to hear about good people doing great things. And you're one of those, Donnell. So welcome. So Donnell, why don't we start this off? Why don't you, uh, let, let, let's go there. Tell me, where are you from, bro?
0: Originally, I'm from Los Angeles, California. Started, was born in Compton, California. Moved to South Central Los Angeles around '86. All right. And from there, you know.
1: So you're in LA. You're going to school in LA.
0: Yes. Where did you start off at? I started off going to Hillcrest Drive Elementary School. Okay. Okay. That's That's and that's in the Baldwin Village.
1: Right on. Right on. So were you
0: rich? Not at all. (laughs) That was the opposite of rich. (laughs) So so we got something in common, man.
1: You were city poor and I was agriculture poor, you know?
0: Yeah, I was city poor. Grew up in nothing but apartments, low-income apartments. Mm -hmm. My sisters had a better life. Mm -hmm. I was the youngest, so, you know... When my mom and my dad was together with them, mm-hmm. and when they had me, they split up. <laughs> oh, which <laughs> and- <laughs> causes a lot
1: of tra- it causes trauma, right? Exactly. Right, your, your family starts to split up. Now, uh-huh. now, now, what, right? So, wow. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, your family splits up, and 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 tell me, like, what was your childhood
0: like? Childhood, you know, just being my mom's only son. You know, it was. She did the best that she could for me. She spoiled mm-hmm. me, and mm-hmm. you know baby me a lot but around the late 80s you know she got into drug use wow you know and and from there you know just just being with her and, and witnessing a lot of stuff you know that I shouldn't have witnessed and, yeah you yeah. know just you know always feeling the need to uh want to help mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of really started my real entrepreneurial spirit yeah just being with my mom and Witnessing her struggle and right, her struggle
1: know, with addiction, right, and you're and and, and and a lot of times, well, like as young young men in our families, you know, we have to then start to think about providing, right, mm-hmm. when there when there's uh, uh, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, you know, any kind of addiction, right, the kids are impacted, mm-hmm. and and it, it drives us in different ways, right. So tell me how
0: how how did you respond to your mom's addiction? I actually, I I was you know. It, I was kind of hurt by it Mm -hmm. you know I -hmm. I hated to see her and then my mom was kind of a strict person um, real disciplined from how she grew up and when when she you know get off her drug Mm -hmm. it'll take all that away yeah and you know as kids you know me and my sisters used to well my sisters (laughs) more than me use that time to get over on her and ask for stuff that Yep. You know, we normally wouldn't ask for, and to get us out her face, she'll give us anything. Yeah. But I was the one that really gave her a hard time. And, and how old were you around this? Time? I was probably like around six, seven. Wow. You know, wow. I was young. Yeah. I was young with with a lot of these emotions, and you know, just seeing my mom go through it. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom, just us together. We've been in a bank that got ro- <laughs> robbed. You know, wow. had hostage situations where they let the kids out and everything. Wow, and you were one of those kids they let out? Yeah, me and my mom. So you witnessed all of that? Yeah, I witnessed a lot of stuff with my mom. Wow. Um Being with her boyfriend, you know, someone who, you know, took care of me in in some of those younger years, Kenny. We got a carjack with him. Mm-hmm. They let me and my mom go. You know, knocked his teeth out and, you know, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. So violence, just violence. violence. violence yeah, and, and you're witnessing this mm-hmm. left
1: and right. Wow. We and and, and I'm assuming, right, that started, to, because I witnessed a lot of violence when I was a kid. And so I was violent for a long time in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't let go of it for a while just because it was just what I saw. Yeah. Right? And so as you're growing up, now you're starting to
0: make bigger boy decisions. Mm-hmm. Right? Tell me where some of these decisions led you. You know, especially after losing my mom, you know, mm-hmm. it was just you know just growing up in the gang community and and, and being exposed to it. That's mm-hmm. that's what I thought, you know, was gonna be you yeah, because that's what's normal. Mm-hmm. So so you internalize
1: that. It, I it, it, internalized it big time. Yeah, this is a
0: normal. This is how I have to behave. Yeah. Wow. And wow. it's crazy because before that, I was kind of shell shocked. Then you mm-hmm. know. When, when it first started. Yeah, when it first started. Right. When I the, was scared yeah. of everything. Wow. Yeah, you know. And then
1: your mom, you lose your mom along the way there.
0: Yeah, in uh, 96 was when she caught her first long bid. And that was the longest, you know, that's that's when everything happened. So
1: she gets so incarcerated. She gets
0: incarcerated first. How long? How much time did
1: she end up doing?
0: Um, three years. Wow, and how old are you? At that time, I was like 12, 13. Woo! So you know. So what, what happened to you? I, my dad came, you know, to pick me up. Okay, and, and
1: was he in the picture from the
0: beginning? or did He was so in much? and out the picture, but not not so much. My okay. mom raised me, you know, up until that age. I, until, you know, I she mom, until she was incarcerated. Until she was incarcerated. And then Pops shows back up. Yeah, well, actually, my oldest sister took over. Okay. And, you know, we are she was around nineteen or something.
1: So all of a sudden she has a child, you yep. and my other
0: sister. My oh sister.
1: your nineteen year old sister yep. now has literally two kids to yep. take care of besides <laughs> yeah.
0: herself. <laughs> yeah. And this is this is the ninth grade. This is my first year in ninth grade and uh, man it was crazy. We wow. we stayed in a studio apartment with the pull out bed mm-hmm. and rats, roaches. Yeah, gangs. Yeah, um, and this was you know it was it was crazy. We stayed in the middle of um, Mata Sabatusha hood. That's yeah, MS. yeah, that mess. So, yes, <laughs> yes. They had a whole lot going on, and, mm-hmm. it, it, it and they was, ran it, the neighborhood. Was, yeah, they ran the neighborhood. So you you experienced a lot of stuff just being in they neb- neighborhood. Right. You know that. Yep could be kind of traumatic, but my sister... Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure so, you know, then, bro. Yeah, I I, I, I grew, grew up in it, the Salinas Valley, so man. It was so normal, but if, if I talked to other people, they'd be like, God damn. <laughs> they think it's a movie. You know, it was, it was so normalized, you know, yeah. that, you know, it was... You don't know any other different. You know, I, I didn't know nothing else. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing else. So my sister took over, and... She couldn't, she couldn't control me. Yeah. So I started, you know, I started hooking up with the local gang members. Mm -hmm. They taking me under their wing. Mm -hmm. And And they're
1: giving you the love that you, that you need. Right. Because mom's now gone. Mm -hmm. Sister, it's a different relationship with sister. And I'm sure she's stressed out to the max. Stressed out. Right. And you're a young
0: boy who needs some love. Yeah. The homies give love. Homies come pick me up, put me in nice clothes, shoes, yeah. take me out, yeah, and then yeah. have me kick somebody <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> <you> rent, know, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> that's rent. <laughs> Nothing's free. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, I, after that, you know, my sister felt like she was losing me to that, so she called my dad, like, you gotta come get him. Got it. And so, now dad shows now back up. He shows back up, and... You're, you're, you're see, how old at this point? Around 13. Wow. Yeah. So, 8th, 9th grade. 14. Yeah. yeah. Going into puberty. Grade. Going into puberty.
1: Dealing with your own, you know, trauma, right? Mom's uh-huh. gone, you know, sister's trying to make it. Gang's all over the place. And now I'm going into puberty and I got to prove myself to be a man as well. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. It's so A lot of pressure.
0: when, you know, especially after my first stint in juvenile hall. It was probably for like, you know, a couple weeks or something.
1: So right around 13, you do your first stint. Yeah. How long was your first stint?
0: Uh, probably like two or three weeks. Okay. And it okay. was just because, you know, my dad didn't want to come get me. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. those was cars. Yep. Started off. Yep, yep. Stealing. Yeah, hey, I
1: got a couple stolen cars in my <laughs> <now>. <laughs> that's thing.
0: Just car. calling it out. eh? It's a little joyriding, you know. You
1: know, you see, that's, mine, that's, mine was getting chopped up for parts. There's <laughs> 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 levels to it. You know, trying you know. to be an entrepreneur without knowing how to <laughs> be an
0: entrepreneur. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, so you're at you're, you're thirteen, you're fourteen, you're entering high school.
0: Uh-huh. That when all that this was is actually, happening. Yeah, that was my eighth grade year in the ninth grade I kinda dropped out okay. and then and then my dad came and got me after that.
1: So did you did you attend high school or, or anything in the LA area or anything? Uh, yeah, like that?
0: I, I went to Dorsey High for about ninety days and this okay. is a school like, you know, we coming from elementary mm-hmm. and all the schools were segregated. Mm-hmm. Either mm-hmm. you go into a blood school or a crypt school Got know. it, yeah Where I was yeah. raised, I ended up at the blood school Where all the bloods go Wow And, you know, you kind of
1: No, no, I I, I grew up, up in everybody. Salinas Valley So oh, yeah, it, it's the Mexican <laughs> thing <laughs> over there It's a same same school <laughs> exactly. <in> the Sureño schools and the Norteno schools You know, it's the same, same thing It's just a little different, right? Yep. So, yeah, wow Okay, so you last
0: 90 days there Last 90 days there That's when my sister was like, you know mm-hmm. I pretty much didn't do nothing you know, we set up, tagged on walls and, and yeah. benches. And
1: yeah. You went there for a little <laughs> mini vacation during the day and then back to the streets. Yeah. So, so, wait, so let me get this straight. When your dad, is, is your dad the reason you end up in Northern California? No. No. He, this is all still happening in L.A. Yeah. Okay. So dad's in L.A., mom's incarcerated. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, to the, you go to this high school where you know you ain't going to last, right? Then what, no. then what starts to happen? I started actually getting
0: locked up. Okay. And, you know. Uh, another, like
1: ju- juvie. Another, another juvie, another stint. Juvie.
0: Um, at this point, my, my dad just, you know, I kind of rebelled against him because, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like he wasn't there enough. Yeah. And uh, I felt like he wasn't there enough for my mom. Got so it. So, you know, I had a little more, you know, rage towards him. So, our relationship just was rocky from the jump. Wow. Wow. And from there, you know, started stealing cars and doing little stuff to get arrested Mm -hmm. and got on juvenile probation. And he was pretty much, you know, telling them, like, keep him, keep him, keep him. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, after, you know, the crimes start, you know, escalating, you know, they had a reason to keep me. That's right. You know, he was going to, to the probation officer. And just so, saying, I
1: don't want him, I can't handle them, yeah. just just hang on to him. Yeah, because wow. I leave the house. Like, yeah. he'll,
0: he'll lecture me, and the yeah. next day I go and get high at the park, and I never come home until they're calling them. We have your son at the police station. Come
1: pick and, him up. And he
0: yep. like, oh, keep his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, you're going to juvenile hall again. <laughs> so I, I did that. Man, I I made. I, I did that a lot. You yeah. know, I did yeah, yeah.
1: that a lot. Yeah, it's all the trauma pent up, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're just fighting the system. Yeah. Right. Fighting not only, you know, the, the people incarcerating you, but fighting the pressures of the street and, yeah. and the trauma of the family. And it's, it's just a lot for a kid to handle. Sure. Right. And so and so uh, tell me more about your high school experience, like those age, that age. Right. So now you're, you know, between what, 14 and 18. Uh-huh. Right. You're, you're still screwing up a little bit. They're locking you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're nothing too big to keep you. Right.
0: No. Nah. How long well, was your longest I, I, stint? At that point, around like i say fourteen, probably the end of my fourteenth year, mm-hmm. that's when you know they was um trying to keep me for twenty four months Wow and these are these are um placements and juvenile camps mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got kicked out of probably like three of them, mm-hmm. and this was when my dad you know wouldn't come get me, yeah, so and these uh,
1: juvenile camps you know you got kicked out. Because of the violence, I would imagine You're fighting. fighting inside. No. Yeah, you got to prove yourself. People picking on mm-hmm. you all day long, and yeah, you can't, you can't give them mu- up. You can't lose. You mm-hmm. gotta, you, you gotta know. fight. Yeah. And so, now what? I mean, you're you you've gone to some camps, you know, some camps <laughs> right? and
0: juveniles. Every juvenile hall in L.A. County, about three camps. Um, they sent me to a lockdown placement. Mm-hmm. Got kicked out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they sent. me. You're the, just resisting. The, yeah, I'm just resisting at this point. I'm, just, I'm my own person at this point. Reluctant to be oppressed. Yeah. So they, from there, um, the judge ordered me right before CYA. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that was like the ultimate. Like yes. everybody was like, hey, "You're going to prison go now. It's yeah. over." <laughs> so you know, he gave me one more chance and sent me to the ranch. And, okay. um, and where's where's the ranch at? It's in Los Angeles County, but uh, the the valley side. It's okay. in Chatsworth. Okay. And it's a it's a boys it's it's a boys ranch with a lockdown boys ranch where mm-hmm. they kind of um, separate you by age and cottages and you know um, they give you more of a um, a, a counseling you know, more counseling yes. treatment okay. than like the camps just lock you up and turn into a little prison yes you know? yes
1: so this is a little more um intervention it's a little the, more intervention okay. it's, it's okay. more
0: dealing with you know the uh, emotional and psychological side yes of why we're like
1: yeah. that yeah why am i behaving this mm-hmm. way it's mm-hmm. all, yes okay all right and and you were there for how long at the ranch
0: 16 months
1: and is it literally like a ranch Yes. Well, when you say ranch, I'm thinking of like farm animals, kind of like on five acres. The, it,
0: now it's on probably like twenty acres. Oh, okay. Without okay. the without the animals or nothing, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. A, uh, it's called Rancho San Antonio. Okay. Open space, kind of Boys' ranch. Um, yeah. Boys' ranch. We had dorms. They were called cottages. Okay. According to your age group, yeah. you know, they had them all around. One big chow hall. One yeah. big. They had their own school there. Uh, integrated, segregated? What, what, uh, it was integrated. Okay. Okay. You, well, according to your age, yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: But you were mixed in with the Raza. You were mixed Everything. in
0: Asians, whatever. Yep. It Didn't matter. It, it's. In, in my cottage, that's <laughs> my boy Johnny Magallon. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's from uh, Fillmore, mm-hmm. and that was he came in young too, mm-hmm. and he was a heroin addict. Wow. And wow. that was as a teenager. That was my main boy. That yeah. we the only three left out of everybody in that in cottage. Wow. You know, yeah. um, one that's of still our boys kickin'. that's still out. out. Yeah, that's still out. That's, yep. my yeah, my boy Johnny here in Bakersfield. He a preacher. Mm-hmm. His life was so hard. He, <laughs> he turned into a preacher, yeah. and you know, man, I and the religion him. saved him. Yep. 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 Joseph Schumford, He mm-hmm. was another Keith Weezer. Mm-hmm. He was our staff in there he was a football coach at Silmore High School. Okay, so we got recruited through there. And whoa, whoa, whoa wait, wait. you're <laughs> at the
1: you're, you're at the ranch, mm-hmm. and one of one of the counselors or one of the staff is also a football coach. Cause football I want to get coach. this story straight, right? So, okay, and he he saw some talent in y'all. Yeah, he
0: seen talent in us. And, and what Tell yeah, what happened. I, Tell I me was what really happened. the first one that he's seen because I at this point no... No organized sports, you know. My mom, didn't yeah. Have for that. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this real kid poor. hasn't been in school <laughs> yeah, in months. I was real poor. So, some kids say they're poor, but you know, I because to play Pop sports it costs money. Yeah, to play had, sports. My mom never had a car. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was that type of situation. Yep.
1: You can't play sports because there is no money. Like, there's at no all. money.
0: You yeah. play outside, you know. Yep. Play baseball with broomsticks. Yep. Yep. You know. Yep. So. So he spots you. He spots me just regular athletics you know and by this time i was still a knucklehead in there because i wouldn't uh i wouldn't go with the program as far as opening up to the group yeah because yeah. they had group sessions and, yep yep and and this is where you know i'm like i kind of shrugged it off and like yeah and I there's no need for me to other, share exactly yes. i heard a lot of other the kids in their stories and it was a lot of sexual trauma and stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, my my story ain't, you know, it ain't, you know. Yes, it's a different my, my kind of trauma. My not affected me like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, at, yeah. at that point, that's what I thought. Yep. So, you know, I was just having
1: so then this ranch experience i mean you're incarcerated Mm -hmm. because you're at the ranch you're doing at least the minimum to like stay under the radar you know do your time kicked out yes to not get kicked because getting kicked out then goes cya the next level up which Mm -hmm. is nobody wants to go Mm -hmm. there no way but this guy right tell me more about this 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 football keith weezer okay so tell me more about you know that part what what happened there
0: from, from then, you know, he told me he could get me out sooner if, you know... I from the ranch. From the ranch uh, to play football for his school. If I start, you know, cooperating and, you know... Yeah, participating
1: the in the program and, and graduating from the ranch, yeah, I'll get you out sooner to come play some ball.
0: Exactly.
1: And you... So,
0: I, <laughs> I took him up on it. And he was on my ass, though. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used yeah. to be punching me. <laughs> he was like he was like that crazy-ass <laughs> uncle that, you know, you going to get it right. love that you needed. <laughs> yep. He like, you're going to get it right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's crazy because at the end of that 16 months, I, I did start to open up. It kind of, I didn't know it was going to change me and affect me like that. Mm. But, yeah. you know, I still I still held on to, you know, what helped me survive through all those years. Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of able to, you know, outsmart the system. Right. And right. I did remain that too. who I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I ended up getting out. <clears throat> you end up at his high school. Yep, At his high school. So he hooked
1: it up. He said you get hooked out. Hooked it up. You're coming to... Which high school
0: was Silmore it? Silmore High School. Silmore, okay. Up yep, in Silmore, California. And yeah. what happened? So you started um, playing ball? Start playing ball. 10th grade year, started cornerback. I started all three years. From know? 10th grade through 12th grade, yep. you were a starter. Yeah, on varsity. <laughs> on varsity. Damn. <laughs> yeah, Damn, bro. Yeah. That's that's big time. Yeah, Yeah, I was big time. And
1: by the end... And is you know, a big school. Yeah. With a, big, a lot of competition. Yep. I mean, there's... there's Bad sure. badass ball players coming out of there. Yeah,
0: our coach Jeff Engelman. You know, that was they pretty much took care of me. Yeah. You know, they knew my story. All the players on the team. Mm-hmm. They used to call me Jailbird because they <laughs> uh, my my story was new <laughs> to them. You know, yeah. And they didn't have no money, but they like God damn, yeah, it's got out of Juvia. he got you know? he got recruited out of the <laughs> exactly. ranch. <laughs> exactly. So you know, my coaches like it was. <laughs> it, it was a big thing at that time, but, you yeah. know, I, I learned, I, I had so much aggression and anger and, and, and pain in me, it. and they loved that, because yeah. they had me run through walls, and, and i do it. And you So you you were a cornerback? Cornerback. Yeah, uh, defense, man. Yeah. Extra receiver, yeah. or, uh, yeah, slot receiver. Okay, you know, okay, so a little bit of on 11, the offense side, too. I never got off the field. Both and, ways?
1: Yeah. Defense and offense? Yeah. Wow. Man. Wow. So you're in Silmar, right. Mm-hmm. You finished tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade year. Yeah. You're now getting recruited. Mm-hmm. Right. You're getting letters from all Definitely these division recruited. one schools and yeah. I mean like the big schools that
0: Nebraska, Michigan. Michigan was who we um who they had me on the phone with when about wow. my senior year. And I had everything, you know, is And you're living where? Where are you living Uh, at? Well, when I got out, I was living with my dad for a year. Mm -hmm. And then by that next year, it was still, you know, like I said. Yeah, the conflict with with dad. I still kind of felt, you know, uh, I I felt the way because I felt like he gave me to the system. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it was still a lot of rebellion that I had, you know, static between us. So I think uh, after my sophomore year, uh, I told him, hey, I got somewhere to stay. <laughs> mm.
1: Your dad, you're telling your dad, hey, I you got know. somewhere to stay. You and
0: where were you, where'd you end up staying at? Uh, I ended up staying with, you know, I, it's like my family that I met in the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ended up um, fighting for their son one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their son brought me home, like, oh, yeah, he protected me. And they took me in like a wow. son. They love me. Wow. So they end up moving closer to my school. Yeah. And yeah. so you know, now you have
1: at least a safe place to stay. Got a
0: safe place
1: to stay. You're playing ball. Playing ball. You're getting recruited. Getting recruited. You know, what what curveball life throw at you then?
0: Like I said, my this school, straight football school, my my coach ran it. I had my grades, I had SAT scores, everything to get recruited and go to the next level. But they had a math exit. A math and English exit
1: exam. Ah, the California high school mm-hmm. exit exam. Yep. Yes, yep. that was a rule that
0: was mm-hmm. a
1: law that passed. And it was only inactive for like two
0: or three years. Right after, right after me, they shut it down because they was losing too many kids.
1: to had everything. So wait, wait, so you didn't, you couldn't pass the math exit exam. Mm-hmm. And is that what stopped you from moving on to a D1 yep. school?
0: Yeah, it stopped me from oh. graduating Oh it's crazy. man! I, I had all the um, the credits. I yeah. had everything to graduate. And
1: you have universities and saying we want Donnell to come play ball for us. Yeah. And the high school exit exam, the math exit exam, yep. is what just torpedoed everything. Torpedoed just, everything. Holy crap! And then they take it away like a year later, right? The next because year, they realize this is this is stopping many so many kids, kids well. from moving forward. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So so this is you're in LA, mm-hmm. this just happens, so you don't graduate high school.
0: No. Nope. Wow. And that that was crushing too because that, you know, hell yeah that's crushing. Like I, said, <laughs> I, like I was the um, you know like the streets and everybody at that point like they knew my story and uh, so a lot of people that didn't they like damn this dude he, he like out here by himself like they couldn't they couldn't fathom you know what I was going through but right. they they like they was rooting for me because of it mm-hmm. and you know I had people giving me money taking care of me like oh he about to he out of here yeah and yeah. so he's going to make
1: it out he's going to make it know, out and that happened and oh. it, it, it
0: felt like I let everybody down of course and, it and you're me. only
1: what 18 17 you know, 18 at the time
0: yeah i'm 18 at the time because i told you i blew that first year off oh. So you know. Talk about spirit crushing. I had to go back, you know, and you know, my my godmom lady, the one that took care of me, you know, her, Janine, you know, all her peoples like, you know, they took care of me like I was their son. Yeah. And just to go back and you know, tell them that Yeah, you know it didn't work out. When I graduating like, you know, I really didn't it was hard to do that yes yeah I, I wanted to run away then yeah. You know, yeah yeah and just you know leave it but you know, so I, the day comes you don't graduate yeah you know, well I took one test didn't pass it they gave us another chance um, to take the test I remember me and my boy Napoleon we both looking on the this is the second one uh-huh. you know how you look over the hills yeah. a million times you know yeah. are not on there dude yeah yeah your name, oh, your our names wasn't on there. Uh, not on the list. Well, so okay, we went, and go, got, and we went to get a 40 after that, yeah, because your life's
1: your life pretty much has ended again, yeah, right?
0: For sure, wow, at, yeah, at that point. So, what was, did you do? Um, what that day.
1: Well, oh, you got a 40. You
0: got a 40. <laughs> so, um, we know what you did that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so the next few
1: days, you got to make some decisions now. Because yeah. now you're 18. You're now no longer 18, in high
0: school. No longer in high school. Um, your, your, your spirit, I'm sure, is just crushed. hmm Spirit crushed. Now what? Uh, everybody now is just like, um, just kind of in the days. Yeah. I stayed like that for about 60, 90 days, mm-hmm. um, just smoking, drinking, hanging out. Yeah. So you you're know.
1: going back to the lifestyle that you were, that, yep. you know, you were doing before. You mm-hmm. knew that lifestyle. Just because this other li- you tried it, it didn't work out. Yeah, right. And we go to what we know, mm-hmm. right? And what do we know? Is this other life? Yep, right. So
0: you're still in a- L.A. at the time. Yeah, I'm still in L.A. at the time. And, you know, my godmom, like I said, you know, she gave me time to, you know, kind of, you know, do, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, not like, do what grieve. I, like, she gave me time to grieve, you know. Right. And then she was like, you need to get a job and do something now. Yeah. And I, my first job, it was at the UPS and. Mm-hmm. Still more oh, <laughs> I did that I'm already giggling I don't know okay. <laughs> uh, You remember Zoolander When they came up Yes the coal mine? Yes Oh yes. man That's how I felt in there. I came <laughs> up Face full of mud I'm like I can't do this I I was a badass Football player But When it came to Working like that I'm like
1: Oh no yeah. man. I'm not gonna do this this, yeah. is too, this is too much For the rest of my life No way Yeah <laughs>
0: You know, so so that didn't work out that didn't work out um i had a cousin that came from sacramento at the time and uh he stayed in la his senior year mm-hmm. and you know when it was over with with him he was like won't you go to sacramento with me okay and okay. i remember we sat on the bus and he was just explaining all the stuff that we could do. Yeah, we could go out there and get jobs and get an apartment and cars. We had nothing. We were sitting in the back of the bus. Yeah, and yeah
1: just a dream. I was right? with it. You were ready to leave L.A. You know? because of just the trauma that just happened, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you let a you felt like you let a lot of people down. Yeah. From From your adoptive family, basically, to yep. the coaches your teammates, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're looking, what, for an escape, I would imagine. Yeah. You want to get the hell out of L.A., I'm I done. I want to get the hell out. Got it. So then that's how you end up in SAC.
0: That's how I end up in through SAC. Through a family
1: member, through a cousin who yep. was originally from out here. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, okay, makes sense, makes sense. So now you're in SAC.
0: You're what, I'm 18, SAC. 19
1: years 18. old? 18.
0: Okay, 18. and how's that? Oh, now I'm 18 at the time. Ah, man, I came out here... I Chicks love me. I'm from L.A. Oh, you from L.A.? Uh, so, you know, it was And I'm party. sure you're still in pretty darn good shape, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tried to walk on and play football um, at Sac City. Okay. okay. I um, went out there for a couple of days and, you know, warmed up with the team. And at that point, I was just crushed by football, and I didn't have the discipline no more. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have the, um, the, the, the structure around me. Yeah. I didn't have the people around me like I had in L.A. In L.A., got so, it. So, you know, it just, it wasn't realistic to me. Okay. Uh, from there, you know, just pretty much tried to go to school, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and dropped out of school.
1: Yeah. Um, what, a semester, two semesters later? Uh, what like we one think? semester. One semester, just gave it a shot. Yeah, wasn't it feeling was, it. Yeah. And said, done, I was
0: supposed to, you know, just... Play football and you know continue schooling. So when I stopped playing football, it was like school was going to yeah. do it for me. Yep, yep.
1: And, so know. now you're your new chapter, right? So now you're not in school in I'm SAC. Not in school.
0: So what you doing? Uh, I tried a couple jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Start smoking weed a lot <laughs> because now mm-hmm. I'm in Northern Cali. <laughs> 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 you know, I quit a couple jobs because I was yep. too damn high. <laughs> yep. yep. You know, so uh, my my auntie that gave me and my cousin, you know, another y'all got thirty days to get out of here. Yeah. And The
1: ultimatum's like, hey, you guys are screwing mm-hmm. up. It's time for you know
0: either shape up or ship out. Exactly. Right. So we went through that I end up, uh, my cousin's My cousin's boyfriend Ended up splitting up with her And He needed somebody Uh, I guess he had evictions on his name mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my name was Clean He said, mm-hmm. hey, you can come live with me You just put it in your name And give me 300 a month Yeah. So yeah. I was out of there And, you know, kinda We had our own little bachelor pad yep. Um I started construction, mm-hmm. working for my cousin, remodeling homes, and, but before this, you know, we was uh, running out of clothing stores with, with yeah. clothes and yep. stuff, Yeah, just doing yep. anything that kind of, you know, stay in the loop and keep up with the Joneses, so yeah I mean just it's part know, of it's
1: part of the lifestyle right because mm-hmm. there is no resources no and when resources. there's no resources there's no money there's no real opportunity mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do yeah and so you were doing that
0: yeah just felt out of the loop with the job you know yeah. situation yeah just didn't feel like there was no connection there. they'll mm-hmm. hire me and try to get work out of me but mm-hmm. you know I just yeah. still felt like an outsider when it came to employment yeah. Right, it's right. hard for me to stay at a lot, yeah. of jobs.
1: and 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 it's because of everything that has happened, right? And uh-huh. what you've learned, your survival mm-hmm. skills are street survival skills, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and sometimes, you know, when I had when I was heavy street survivor skills, I lost a bunch of jobs too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: just didn't understand that there's a different behavior and kind exactly. of that has to happen, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You you tend to learn that, you know, from from just being employed yeah right you know job after job after job and and yeah i, I understand the same the kind of very similar situation <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my cousin got me the job um remodeling homes you know mm-hmm. it was i was working with dennis he was a vietnam vet mm-hmm. and that's that's i felt i felt a sense of connection you know he trained me how to do copper tubing everything yeah yeah yeah, soldering pie yeah had me do all the dirty jobs
1: demolition that's what I
0: started
1: <laughs> now you're a demo bro that's all demo there's a hammer yeah, exactly
0: and he he just let me go but that was the first job that I really felt like yeah I like this I can do this yeah 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 um, yeah because you're strong I'm strong, and you're angry and like angry, swinging a sledgehammer, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> busting
1: windows out. Was like, oh, it's fun! <laughs> no, I'm real. Uh, so then you're you're doing some construction work out here in Sac. Yeah, you're twenty nineteen twenty? Nah, by this time I'm still like eighteen. And oh, half. this
0: is still right
1: after this high is school. Still right. It happens
0: so fast. Wow! <laughs> it wow. happened so fast. So I I I, I do the you know, the, you know, like I said, was messing around before I got into construction, my cousin worked there, he got fired. Uh he wanted to he wanted to rob a clothing store. Yeah. So yeah. he called me and he I kinda introduced him to all this stuff. Yeah. So he needed me to <laughs> yeah. do it. Yep. So he called me at work and I told my foreman Dennis, Hey something going on at the house, I gotta go check it out. Mm-hmm. And he said, go ahead, take your time. Yeah. I hooked up with my cousin, my little bro, little B. And we went to rob the clothing store on, a, on a break from work. Damn. End up on a high-speed chase through five cities in, in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up getting bit by the dog, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. yeah. And my cousin ended up bailing us out. You know, the next couple of days, I went back, and yep. I I told Dennis, and he just shook his head. Like, yeah,
1: because now you got some charges. Now you got some felonies, yep. probably
0: charges. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I uh, went through that. Probably was out for, like, mm, another four or five months. Uh-huh. Caught my first um, strike. Wow. From that. From, From that. that.
1: Yeah, eventually you go through the court system, yep.
0: and boom, there's your first strike. And gave me went. a strike in the county lid. Okay. And so off of the county lid, that's like twelve months. I did like ten and a half months mm-hmm. off of that. Mm-hmm. Sack County. Sack County. Yep. I'm familiar
1: with that place too. <laughs> <Did> that.
0: That <laughs> right first so came out know, here. Bro, that's what I'm saying. When I first came out here, I was like, oh yeah, this. You know, it was less restricted like L.A. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's like, it's, this
1: was the wild, wild west, you know, 20 years yeah, ago, bro, real, 20 yeah. years ago. For real, and that's
0: what I, when I came here, I'm like, what? Well, yeah, I'm, me too, man. It was, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a light bulb moment. <laughs> I'm like, enough. I'm <laughs> way more skilled. Exactly. <laughs> than the locals. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I end ended up doing that and I still wasn't from, from that, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Man, I, I set up and, and just jail was so easy for me at this point, you yeah, know? Yeah. It, I didn't have a hard time. I didn't go through a lot of the, you know, stuff that I've seen other people go yeah. through.
1: And you're kind of used to it. I'm used to it. You know, and you are used to it, mm-hmm. right? Since you were a kid. just yep. I know what this feels like. I yep. know, that I know this, exactly what to do. And I know I'm eventually getting out and, I, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. worried about it anymore. Yep. Right? Yeah, it's part of the life. It's part of the life. Okay, so then what, you, 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 you that stint there, you did ten,
0: 10, 10, and a half months? 10 and a half months. I get out. Right before I get out, I told and wrote my brother, Dewan, like, yeah, when I get out, we gonna sell this, do this, sell that, do all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff. And it's crazy because he, he still had the letter. They actually let the letter out. go through. That was
1: before they were reading everything. Oh, yeah. That's how well, behind sack was. Exactly. They weren't were reading the letters.
0: And I'm like, I'm like, man. So I, I got out and I did everything. I check off them. the list. I, I checked off the list. We ended up having a little dope spot and yeah. selling, uh, you know. Yeah. Do- using. Yeah. Like yeah. everything.
1: And eventually, and eventually
0: uh, six months later, after <laughs> my release, mm-hmm. I, um, I caught a dope, caught my first dope case. Damn. And she said, I went to the public defender's office, and I remember she said, oh, state prison. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? i only been to the county once. Yeah. yeah and yeah. She like, you signed for a strike. Damn. And that's how they was getting people. Yes, if I, yes. If I would The three uh, strikes,
1: ruin Latino
0: yeah. and African American sure. males.
1: For sure. I mean, I mean, we're the for victims sure. of that three strikes and you're outlaw at passed oh, yeah. in the mid '90s. You know. For sure. And it only affected our population. Yeah. yeah. It
0: took literally our men off the streets. Oh, uh, and that's that was that was the you know the case for the you know maxed out prisons, mm-hmm. and that's all mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. That was the whole population. Yeah. And was, it was crazy. It was crazy going through all that. And um, Wait, wait and so
1: back to what she told you. She, she was, Now you're going state pen.
0: Straight state pen. And I'm like, what? i only been to the county one time. Right, right. And I'm used to seeing people get chances. Yep. And she said, nope, you signed for a strike. But that strike, I didn't have to get that. But when they told me state prison, you know, or county led in a strike, I took the county lead in a strike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would have got a grand larceny. It mm-hmm. would have been a, a nonviolent crime mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and halftime. And, you know, yeah. I probably... Yeah,
1: you know, it would have been a slightly it different, been a little it different. different road. Right?
0: So when I came back, now we're talking about enhancements yes. and everything else. Yeah. So uh, um, so that second one, you know, you ended up
1: at State Penn for that second one?
0: Not, well, not yet. Because I had bailed out from that and was kind of fighting my case Got out it. Got outside, it. Yeah. and uh, I I went to court one day to turn myself in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they had told me that um, I was just joking, like uh, I don't want to turn myself in today. Mm-hmm. And they had told me that the the prosecutor wasn't in, so you get an extra month. Okay. And so after that, it was like you know I just blew it. I went on the run. Yeah. I ended up, you know. The last going. month of freedom. Yeah. So you're going off. I just went on a robbing spree. Yep. Um, I hit for a lot of money, um uh, started robbing all the people I was mm-hmm. buying drugs from mm-hmm. and pretty much just, you know, went on. Yeah. Went and back to LA. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Yep. On the so run. that month on the run. So mm-hmm. you don't turn yourself in no. that month later. You're like, catch me if you can. Yep. And you booked it. And then eventually, what you get caught up in LA, you get caught up. Heard, I got caught here. up in LA. Got it. With
0: five
1: with warrant, more charges. Yeah. With five more charge, new charges, new charges. Plus the on
0: the run from the SAC. So the county. marshals on me from the, <laughs> the SAC jumping bail in SAC County, yep. and not turning myself in. Yep. Caught me with five new charges out there, mm-hmm. and at this point, you know all the money was gone. We had a uh, uh, it was it was so. So much fun at that time, you yeah. know, just spending the money and, you know, yeah. partying all night and all this stuff. And I came to a point where, you know, all the money was going. Yeah, you burned through it all. Burned through yeah. it fast. Yeah. Um, people was complaining about me being, my family members was complaining about me being at their house because they like, you know, he on the run. Yeah. Now my money's yeah. gone. So, you know, everything's yeah. changing on me.
1: And they know when you get busted, I ate it in a baby.
0: Yep. <laughs> so now, <laughs> now, <know>. now, now <laughs> exactly. I,
1: I might go to jail <laughs> yeah. because you're hanging exactly. out here.
0: <laughs> so well, I, wow. I went from that stage. I Man, I, I went to... I, I, was, I was so depressed by the end. I was popping pills at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just... I hit an all time low. Yeah. And you're now 20, tw- 19, now now 20, 20, 21, 20. Now I'm 20. Okay. So you're not even 21 yet. No. Damn. You know, I was I was uh, a, a few, well, about two months after my 21st, that's when, you know, mm-hmm. that's when I got busted and went to prison. Okay.
1: And then so that uh, the five charges, the pending charges from over here, in Northern Cal. So
0: now. For the gun and invading. And in the salt in LA, they gave me thirty two months okay. with eighty percent. Yeah, um, they SAC County was giving me another thirty two with eighty for the drug case. About mm-hmm. uh, time I went out. Well, that I still hadn't dealt with SAC County about the drug case yet because mm-hmm. I had to do the LA time. Got so it. they sent me to prison. Um, I had probably like eight months left on the. 32 with 80 Wow and sat right under my door Oh no They called me to The captain's office During the count time mm-hmm. And I thought someone passed Because usually You mm-hmm. know that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what they do And so I'm walking up there With butterflies in my stomach As soon as I get in there And Livingston I'm like yeah He threw the The warrant From Sac County Ooh. Now this is another charge From Sac County yeah. For another robbery oh, Sac County coming to get you in seven days. The next day, I was out of there. Wow. Sac County going to come get you. <laughs> wow. So I end up, you know, getting that time and then going out to fight this robbery case. And now it's like, you know, now we talking about strikes. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, multiple, multiple years. Multiple enhancements. Yep. I was facing 28 years. Wow, That's what they came at you with. 28 well, years. 28 Ooh. years. Ooh. So, my mom, it's crazy, around that time, she was out, she had got me a lawyer. Because she's now out of prison,
1: right? She out of Did prison. Did she clean up? Did
0: she do, you know? Uh, nah, she was still doubling and dabbling. Okay. okay. Um, She got me a lawyer, you know, around that time. hmm And, it's crazy because the lawyer at, Whatever she did to get the money for the lawyer, mm-hmm. she she got busted. Ooh. So when I did my nine years, mm-hmm. she did nine years also. Wow. So me and my mom, you know, it was crazy. So yeah, I, doing like, nine years at like the same time. I told time. you, in 96, she went, mm-hmm. I went. Mm-hmm. Now again, as a <laughs> she went and you went she too. Went, you know, for the same nine, amount of time. Yep, same amount of time. Wow. My mom got out probably a year after me. Wow. I mean, Wow. So we corresponded the prison letters. Yeah. She had all the crazy chicks in there sending yep. me letters. Yep. You know, but yeah.
1: And so you did nine years in total for both seven, L- seven L.A.? seven and a
0: half off of nine. Got it. So Got it. And how that's, they, that's how the they LA do
1: stuff and the SAC stuff yep. kinda put together.
0: Yep. Okay. They kinda um whatever the highest number is. They just clump it all in together,, Got it. And, and you it. You're, you have to do eighty percent of this or whatever it now, is now at this point, this is another strike, so I went from eighty to eighty five percent okay mm-hmm. so that's that's literally two weeks off every year, no good time, yeah,, yep. so that's how I end up going seven years and you know, seven and a half wow,
1: and this is in, and you end up in multiple. You, you you in those nine years you've mm-hmm. gone to different prisons they move yep. you all the time and so what what
0: what are the different prisons you've done time at? um I did time at chino state prison uh lancaster state prison chuckawala state prison uh like i said i was i started off at chuckawala then I went back out out to court and got the nine years Then mm-hmm. they raised my level mm-hmm. so now mm-hmm. they raised me to a level four prison mm-hmm. so you know i Went from Ironwood to where else we go. Oh, after the riots in Ironwood, we had, they sent us to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And these were the mm-hmm. private prisons that, yep. you know, they were yep. setting up. Um, from there, I've been to Solano. Uh, I ended up paroling from Folsom. Got it. Got it.
1: And while you're in prison, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive. But mm-hmm. you're also, from my understanding, starting to take some classes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so you start taking some college classes, just doing something. To, yeah. to what? To, I mean, why'd you choose to start some of your college classes? Uh,
0: at, at the time, well, I chose to I chose to get my my GED at the time because mm-hmm. uh, oh, that's right, because yeah. you never graduated never from graduated. high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So where did you <laughs> do your GED? And I got my GED in Chico Valley, okay. State Prison. Okay. And this, this is Blythe, California. This.
1: Yeah, black I got cousins uh, there, bro. That's
0: hits hundred and twenty degrees. Yeah. It's the hottest <laughs> off, man. I got some so, primos bro. that I visited like twice. And yeah. I'm like, bro <laughs> <laughs> You guys are like lizards <laughs> out here, man. <bro."> exactly. <laughs> so I just just to do something and get out of my cell, you know, those first three years in prison, mm-hmm. it was a uh, um, it was the the Mexican Mafia had put a green light on all blacks in LA County, ooh, yeah. because of something that happened with the Crips. Yeah, and yeah. it it was riots for the first three years, and yeah, it was just bad. Constant violence, constant, constant jumpings and mm-hmm. fightings and shangset,
1: whatever, whatever. And that's
0: how they end up sending, you know, a lot of us out to Arizona. Got they it. was trying to split these groups up. Yeah, that kept going to different prisons and getting getting and jumping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I end up out there and well nah before before out there, you know, they had just had us locked down. Mm-hmm. So I yep, was trying to yep. get my GED to get out the cell.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yep. you know, that that was that was how I started it.
1: Okay. Okay. Just because you need a break because you are twenty-three hour lockdowns, mm-hmm. right? That, that that drives people insane, man. Mm-hmm. So you need to distract yourself. So mm-hmm. you decided, hey, you know what? Let me get my GED. Mm-hmm. Might as well finish this thing, mm-hmm. right? So you are able to do that, and then uh, and then after that came you figured out how
0: to start doing college classes in yep. there
1: somehow through the community colleges. Yeah,
0: because I was in at at that time. You know, if you get your GED, you are going to be in the library, kind of talking to more. Progressive dudes that, you know, like, that have figured it out. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you could do this, you could do that. And, you know, I went in there and just passed my GED the first time. Yeah. And from there, you know, dudes like, you know, they got Coastline Community College and all this. And, you know, I started to, it was all free. Yeah. So, you know, I needed something more to do. Yeah, you know. Then you know, I was used. To, I was institutionalized. I was used to doing time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that hard for me. You know, I, I understood uh, psychology. Yeah. a lot. So Absolutely. you know, I used it to my advantage, and I, I knew how to. You know, I I didn't. It, it wasn't like I. It wasn't like I was just picking my battles, but I I knew how to keep myself out of stuff, and I knew when to react. Yeah, you know, so I just needed something more to do. Mm -hmm. So reading Mm -hmm. and getting in school was was the way I, you know, I challenged myself. Yeah, to pass the time and challenge yourself, learn
1: some new stuff, and Mm -hmm. either apply it to the good or the bad. No matter, you're learning, right? You're you're understanding behavior. You're understanding just how to work the system. Yeah. You know that—that's how I had to figure it out. I had to work. I can work the system,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But within exactly. the rules
1: of the system. And yeah, like that. but yeah, <laughs> <And> that's, <it. laughs>
0: that's, that's exactly how it was. You know, it was like it was turning me into a smarter criminal. Absolutely. And you know, I really thought, like, you know, it's crazy. Cause I was telling somebody, one of my clients, here a teacher. And I was telling him the other day, because he was asking me, hey, you read, you read these books? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that ain't nothing. I read, I did essays on books that I read. I, yeah. I was telling them, but I was telling them the first time I read Art of War mm-hmm. and um, 48 Laws of Power. My mind was on um, strategic. <laughs> yes. And then I read them later with a different perspective, and I got something totally different out of those books. Yes, I, the yes. same with Malcolm X. But mm-hmm. I read that was the first book I read in, Ju- in juvenile hall. Mm-hmm. I took that and created this. Oh yeah, they're trying to get us you know, this rebellious. Yes, you know fighting. And, yes, and I, when I read it letter, I'm like later. I'm like, damn, is is di- saying something different? Mm-hmm. it hit way different and yeah. I, you know you were in a different state of mind i was in a different state right? of mind with
1: with all of your experiences a little bit older yeah. right and now you look at the same book different same book, right? Just total different message, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The message that Malcolm X wanted to give, exactly. You. <laughs> exactly. Not the <to>, <laughs> sometimes we misinterpret things when we're young, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's that, that's getting down, getting down doesn't mean getting down, exactly. <laughs> <I'm not real. laughs> so then now you're, you're 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 you just know you're you got to do this amount of time these years, mm-hmm. so now you're a little more you're kind of focused on how do I. How do I make it through this amount of time? So yeah. you're finding these pastimes
0: that are making you just more strategic. More strategic right. and they, they kinda align in me with, with, with better people. Yeah. More thoughtful thoughtful people. Mm-hmm. And that are, I, that are still incarcerated themselves. They've gone through what uh-huh. you're what
1: you are are going through. They already went through ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And they're mentoring.
0: For sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some 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 you know, might not have went what I went through, but they just seen something different in me. Yeah. And they used to challenge me. And, you know, I had sellies, and I had just one sellie, and he used to be like, man, why are you dumbing it down for everybody? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, I'll argue with them, you know. I yeah. want to hear that. And then, you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I really do. And it's like they don't know. They don't know the real me. Right. You know, and I, right. I felt like, you know, in a sense, that was me. Yes. you know I yeah. felt like I was yeah. like the an imposter yeah. exactly and, and inside you know mm-hmm. cause mm-hmm. I'm like it's, it's like an act it's, and I'm like yeah It's theater. <laughs> exactly and I'm like this is what everybody doing mm-hmm. because you know I didn't set I didn't set in sales with lifers and you know big bad chatted up yeah. and you know they get to talking to you about you know life, and they turn into totally different people. Exactly. Like, the, what you're fake. seeing
1: is not. It's not real. What's inside? I'm like, this is fake.
0: All yes. oh, this is fake. Yep. And it's like you uh, on the prison yard, everybody. You you do it so much, you 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 think it, it's natural. You think natural. it's real, but it's you not. You think it's real? It's <laughs> not. It's not. And I didn't had I didn't had some of my North Day partners some of my south side partners mm-hmm. uh, especially going on my educational path that was on that too yeah and the conversations change exactly. from politics to man who I really who I really am mm-hmm. what I really want to be mm-hmm. and I've seen this from from some dudes some stand up dudes yeah. who was just like me yeah and exactly. you know I I came to a point as, as as far as my card and the black card, where I had to suppress a lot of you know my the education and stuff I was learning because mm-hmm. it was just over these dudes' head. Yes. So yes. I start linking up with other races because it's the same thing. Yep. It's over their head. Yep. So now we finding little, you know, our own little, you know,
1: intellectual crew. Yep of people that are ready, yep. right? It's a mentality yep. thing, right? We're not sure. ready. I wasn't ready for many years. Mm-hmm. But when it finally, the day came that that little spark hit, it's like, <gasps> oh, damn. You, you know wrong. what I mean? All yeah. of the rules are different. And Everything. now it just snapped. And I'm like, oh, and you're right. Now it's like, okay, let me seek those others who are there or beyond that. Because there's so many others that are just even... At a much higher it, it, it's level. It's crazy.
0: I, did, I really didn't see. It
1: yeah.
0: came to me. Yes. Once I got real, you know, with myself, and I, it, it'd be, hey, here, check this book out. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, check this one out. And, you know, I, I had a cellie that was on, on mm-hmm. meth, mm-hmm. sniffing meth, trying to get me to mess with meth. Yeah. And, you know, uh, he had a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I probably had like four or something years. And, you know, it was just you know he had seen me studying and you mm-hmm. know hooking up with my other brothers, mm-hmm. exchanging books, yeah, and having a different conversation. Yeah, right? it was uh, it,
1: it it was all like, hey man, you know this helped me grow. Sure, I'm sharing it with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it can do a little bit growth as well. And then you share and with me anything you got that will make me grow.
0: At that time, mm-mm. yeah, they didn't want to hear that. Yeah, he didn't want to hear it. Yeah, your cellies are like, It was no, over no his Not, really Not ready. made him envy <laughs> me more. Yeah, but you know, I have been a, a callous uh, convict for so long. I, I was—he, he knew that they knew they couldn't do nothing to yeah. me. Yeah, you know, yep. they knew they just couldn't run up on me. I wasn't yeah. no pushover. Yeah, so yeah. It's, uh, it, I'm still holding on to this too. Mm-hmm. But you know, he's seeing the different side and seeing who I'm associating yeah. myself with. Yep. And, you know, it's it, like, if they could have, they would have. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I was still like, you know, right. in the loop. Of,
1: and the game kind of respects that, right? Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I was in it, it was like, you. those are now the new, like, philosophers. mm mm-hmm. And, and that's what you become, right? Yeah. You're a veteran, a veterano. Yeah, exactly. But you're thinking so much more strategically and globally, not only of self, but also of the whole game, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's it's a matter respect that the the people that aren't getting out, right? The lifers, a lot of them do, you know, bring that back to the youth, younger ones. Some yeah. of them don't. <laughs> we'll yeah, some of them don't. Some of them. Won't. Some of them are just constantly going to be on that that one side, but those ones that grow enough that can then share it it really changes the young yeah, the young sure. man sure. wow so, so then you're having this experience and it's now changing the way you look at the world
0: yeah
1: right you're still a homie because i mean i'm still a homie but i sure, look at the world man. very differently man, <laughs> right? I, put, I like i like to say I, I put on different sunglasses exactly right when i'm in certain parts of town i got to put on certain mm-hmm. sunglasses but when i'm in another part I can take off those sunglasses yeah. and put on a different pair For sure. and look at life through a different lens, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just being able to do that and code shift, right? Wherever you're at, it's accepting huge, it more, exactly. And so, okay. So then, Hey, nine years of, of those
0: nine years, you did a
1: total of what?
0: Seven years, uh, six months and, and two weeks. Okay. So then you get out, man. What year did you get out? Uh, May 15th,
1: 2012. 2012. That's it. Yeah, it's 20, 20, 11 years ago. Yeah. 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now you're out. Now man. There's got to be a... Tra- what's the transition here? I mean, you, you get out. The transition...
0: Oh, man. See, I... You know, I... Now, I created this, this new player in my mind that, you know, was going to be able to use education you know, all the knowledge and stuff that I got. The experience. The experience from my books. And I, you know, I just, it it empowered me until I got out. Hmm. And then I'm like... (laughs) 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 The routine is different now. (laughs) Exactly. And and I, I, that's, it's like that for a lot of people who get out, you Mm -hmm. know. And especially for me, being able to Leave prison with fifty-two college units, and mm-hmm. you know, invest so much money into. You got now your um, high
1: school diploma, your GED. You, you
0: finish you that. Know. You're 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 like
1: three classes away from an associate's degree in college. No, nope. you're now out.
0: I'm out. What's going through your head, man? Uh, man, I I've been gone so long. I I just. I lost all my self esteem. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard. Even though you're free, about. everyone says,
1: "Oh, you're free now." Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not. You're nah,
0: you're not. Nah, you're not. People was telling me, "Oh, yeah, they 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 accept tattoos and oh, you'll be cool." Man, I got out there <laughs> looking at me like I'm talking about, and this, you know, people say, "Oh, y'all just." A, it's black people looking at me like, yeah, yeah, you know, because it was different. You mm-hmm. could tell I just been incarcerated. Yes, I still had that on me a lot, so it was like, you know, I just didn't feel worthy. Yeah, um, the discrimination. It. It's even yeah. worse now. Uh, it's see, even, it's worse. even worse. It's yeah. even worse.
1: worse. because now I'm 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 next felon, mm-hmm. right? Now it's even worse. Now, it's even before, worse. From before, it was easier before.
0: Way easier.
1: Now, now
0: you're now mm-hmm. you're really feeling. Now I, now, I I see it. I see it yeah. way more. Now, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I, like before, it's like I was so far in my own world. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. I got discriminated mm-hmm. on. It just was what it was. Yeah.
1: And now you're mm-hmm. now you, eyes wide open. Yeah. To now society. I, I feel it. It's, to you. Yeah. Where you fit mm-hmm. in this whole society. You yep. know. So, it doesn't sound like it was welcoming Mm-mm. being free. Not at all. Wow at all. Okay, I, so so tell me what happened.
0: I stayed in my uh, auntie's uh, senior citizen apartment. <laughs> so
1: you get paroled to your auntie's to, to senior, senior citizen, citizen apartment, apartment house, Capitol. and you're 20
0: what? I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is old. <laughs> They're looking at me like... What the hell? They grabbing their purses in the in the wheelchairs and everything. I'm like, I'm like... Okay,
1: so Auntie takes you in for the parole. so you're there for yep. how long?
0: Uh, well, I'm I'm in there for about like ninety days. Okay, you know, I, um, it was just hard transitioning. You know, I, I yeah. walked uh, downtown a lot by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I had a lot of people calling me and hey, why don't you come do this? And I just never had to. Yeah, you know, you know just, man. I'm just I, chilling. I, I wanted to be by myself. <laughs> so, uh, you know, my parole, I was on high-risk parole. So, they was coming through, mm-hmm. banging on my auntie door and scaring her. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. Parole checks, everything. Yeah, everything. I'm like. Drug testing. Know, I'm like, and come every... on, this is a senior citizen home, man. Y'all scared my auntie. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they like, hey, this is this what it is. You're on parole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I. End up hooking with hooking up with somebody. I was in prison with sister, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. I moved in with her, mm-hmm. and you know, that's that's what got me out of that situation. Yeah, yeah. So now you left
1: auntie. Mm-hmm. You're
0: living with this with
1: this gal, and
0: well, that was all bad too. You know, was, ah. you know, I'm back. Uh, you know, all her all her siblings was gang related and in yeah. the streets. Yeah, and you know, I'm with her. You know, like, and you're trying to stay clean as like, best you can, well, if,
1: you know, not going I'm back. To
0: stay clean, and, yeah. You and swore, swore to yourself
1: you ain't going back at that point. Yep. All right. Yep. But yep. the family now you're with this gal in the family,
0: and, and you know her negative influences, yeah. you yeah. know, just kind of, and you know they 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 looked up to me on some. Oh, you know, like because of your life. So, and they're he, too he, young he, to realize that yeah.
1: you're you're now beyond mentally you're on that
0: way now wow. so you know they would you know try to impress me with you know yeah. stuff being homes being gangsters. exactly yeah. so I'm like damn and this is like again I feel like you know I can't be a real me yes. It feel like prison again yes like you know I'm I'm really trying to go to school and yeah. you know do something better and, you know, they see me and the energy I give all As this. a veterano, Exactly. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you bring I'm me like, back God, in. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't win at all. So okay. I ended up going to um, school. I end up uh, signing up for Sex City at the time. Um, no, before I went to school, I was going to the career center. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hooked up with Gregory Williams. And community.
1: This is a community center. Yep. Where in, in, um, in Sacktown? In South Sack. Oh, right. South Sack. Oh,
0: it was on Franklin and Florin And it's an open community center. Open just, community just center. Whoever, anyone, anyone can walk wherever. in. Just, just walk in. They treat you like family. You they feed right. you. Right. They get you on the computer working on resumes, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. know they just help you transition. Yeah, and I went in there and talked to Gregory Williams. Told him my story, how I ended up where I was, and he put me from number thirty-six to number six on the list for a grant. Mm. A grant for what? Um, it was at that time. It was in between, It was for either barbering, um, what's the other, one? culinary arts, or construction. You can mm-hmm. use it for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had picked barbering. I mm-hmm. I wasn't no barber before. I, you you had know, nothing. You never cut hair never in the cut joint. Hair nothing. In nothing. So, they cut
1: your hair. You never. You weren't exactly. the barber there. So well, you- I had I
0: hair. I cut my hair a year before I got out. Mm-hmm. I never cut my hair. I had long hair in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut my hair <laughs> off, thinking, oh, I could blend in with society better because I was. Yeah, you know, I wasn't a bald-headed yeah, guy. They're like, man, you got taps on your face. So, yeah, so, you know, I he he got me on the list. And, and they paid for your barber school? They paid for my barber school. At that time, I was, um, to get out of the chick house I was living in, mm-hmm. I went to school all day. Yeah, um, yeah. Barbering from 9 to 4. And then from probably like five to yep. nine, just avoid going sex home. City. Avoid yep. going home because yep. if, you know. because it, it yep. just it, it drained me at that point. That's right. I had seen so much violence in prison that uh, it came to a point where I, I hated hearing people get knocked out and they yes. and their head hitting the ground. Like it yeah. turned my stomach. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, I, I was just, you know, I just yeah, wanted just to sick run of it. away I'm just sick of it. I'm just, just sick, sick of it. it. Just give me another environment. And they were striving off of that. Oh, yeah. we did this. And yeah. Exactly. Well, and I, I yeah. Me too, man. It, 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 man. it turned it, it, me off. Like, same, same. It made me look at her a certain way. Yeah. And I'm like, this ain't same me no more. Yeah, I I, I can't do this. Wow. Know? Wow. Wow. So I, I ended up going homeless after, you know, getting all my. Um well, I took some more classes at City College, and then I finished my barber license mm-hmm. in 16 months. Nice. But after that, I... So wait, uh, wait so you got your li- your license
1: now from this program. Yep. Right? Yep. And what was the gentleman's name again? Gregory Williams. Gregory Williams. So, yep. so he, he, he was a big part of that initial transition as part. soon as you got out. Very big right? part. And then, and then you know, I'm sitting at ambition. Yep. That's it. <laughs> so tell us a
0: little bit about ambition. So that was that was another thing. And if you if you pay attention to you know all the names of my businesses, is all regarding you know my life. Yeah. So ambition yeah. was you know the ambition to become a better person. And uh, a businessman, and I, I started that. In, in so prison. ambition
1: Barber Studios, mm-hmm. right here in Elk Grove, California. Elk Grove, California. And you're working it, man. You're an yep. entrepreneur.
0: Yeah.
1: You're your own boss. Yeah. Right. And you're still taking care of the community. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because I come in here. <laughs> Community's I mean, here. <laughs> the community right here. <laughs> right. The community right. And, here. and and you're a counselor. Yeah. For sure. Right.
1: Because that's what barbers do. Yep.
0: <laughs> and sometimes I'm I'm getting counseled too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's it right. Was, yeah, that, and that's what this space. And when I I left another shop, it was fifteen barbers. You know, you kind of get drowned out and yes, you just focus on the money. But when I came here, I wanted to you know create that environment and that vibe for even the youth to come in here right and see and hear and want different. to be here right exactly. and hear
1: a different message
0: mm-hmm. right
1: than what they may be normally hearing at For home sure. all the
0: time so yeah, yeah. and that's, you know and I'm, so
1: you've been you this shop here you've been you've been well you've been barbering now how many
0: years um i got my license 2014 2014. So yep. almost 10 years, yep. you know, full-blown barbering. Yeah, I've been in here three years. Three years here in the El- in Elk Grove,
1: May 15th. So, what's the address out here, just in case someone wants to call you? Oh, the back?
0: address is 9093 Elk Grove Boulevard, Suite 202. Right, Elk on. So Grove, California. For them to make an appointment, what do they got to do? Oh, uh, you can just call. You Give know, me the number, man. Give me nine one six eight seven two zero seven two five. You know, call, make text, your appointments, man. You know, make call, text, make your in. appointment. Come on in. Yeah, check wow. it, check us out on Google. You know,
1: right on, right on. That's ambition barber, barber studio,
0: Grove, California.
1: But that's not the only thing you're
0: doing. No. <laughs> 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 tell, okay. tell me,
1: tell me about. These other two ventures
0: you got uh, going on. So, the Dude brand, that's the thats the for-profit clothing line.
1: So, you have a clothing line called the Dude Brand. Yeah. Okay. Tell me how that came about.
0: That came about um, around 2017. My nephew was skating in, mm-hmm. you know, he's LA also area, South Sa- Central LA. Okay. Um, he had just chose to do something different than, you know they normally do where he grew up at mm-hmm. and I wanted to um, I wanted to put something behind him to encourage him to keep going and and you know be who you are mm-hmm. so I started the dude brand his name his nickname from the family is dude so okay. I created the dude brand to be a minority skateboard apparel company because of what you saw, because of right? what I saw, skating
1: was keeping him out of out of yep. the same lifestyle that maybe you followed, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And it was a distraction for a lot of kids, sure. a lot of kids of color,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And you wanted to give them a clothing brand exactly. that's them,
0: culturally relevant, yep. right? By people who understand that By lifestyle, people who understand that's um, that's a part, you know, wow. that
1: they could connect with. And that so that and so you have your own clothing company, mm-hmm. right? The Dude
0: Brand. The Dude Brand. Where can Brand. Uh, where can I find your clothes? Um, you can find my clothes. Well, we actually at the pop up shop in the Arden Mall in Sacramento. In Sacramento, right on. Um, and that's uh, that's right across from the Arden Mall. That's mm-hmm. the Arden area. I don't know yeah. the address, but um, that's right across from Forever Twenty One. Yep, in the mall. Um, right on. Right. The The Dude Brand dot com. Is live, you know, website.
1: So you can go either to the Arden Mall in Sacramento or get it online.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. And
1: yeah. with the cause, right? Mm-hmm. The dude brand is 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 helping young people yep. have a different option. Mm-hmm. right? And and that you know that, that that that's something I believe in a lot sure. is we gotta give our kids options. For sure. Right? And in this case, it was that
0: skater brand apparel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. and it, it's it, it was really just just like the the same kind of you know thought process I had with changing my life. It was like you know I need to challenge myself. I need mm-hmm. to do something that, mm-hmm. that's that's not being done a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know when it came to you know the name, keeping the name neutral and everything, mm-hmm. I wanted to get into the space, but. I know I'm not accepted. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I did have people think like, damn, the dude brand, like, damn, that's you? Yeah, completely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, you know, the dude brand. I'm like, what are you doing, cowboy hats? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's again, it's like, uh, it's like just challenging myself and and, um, really giving me, you know, more, more of a workload to you know keep yeah. me busy keep and keep me busy. focused, that's and, right. and be more of a testament to you know the youth. Like when they see it, when they see me doing my thing, it's like damn.
1: So this is amazing. So, so you own two businesses, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but there's more.
0: Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> there's a little so, bit more. Tell me a
1: little bit about this other venture. All you got right, going. well,
0: That's the nonprofit, the Dude Brand Foundation.
1: So you founded a nonprofit. Yep. Called the Dude Brand Foundation, yep. right? Which is a five hundred C. Five hundred one C three. Five hundred one C three. That's right. Okay. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. So a couple mm-hmm.
0: year uh, three years in. Yeah. And what what do you do with that? With that, I pretty much, um, you know, we we do advocacy. We uh, we do feeds, homeless feeds. Wow. You know, we we just pretty much connect with the with the you know. Super disadvantaged. Yes. You know. Yes, yes. and Housing
1: insecurity. Homelessness. Yeah. You right. know. Mental health.
0: Mental health. Mom and pops on drugs. You yeah, know. Yeah. They're just connecting with the people that, you know, like society kind of, yeah. you know. They're, they're invisible,
1: home. bro. They're exactly. invisible. The homeless, we treat them as they're invisible. Exactly. Right. You walk by them and, you know, and it breaks my heart, right? Because mm-hmm. their life is is probably the most vulnerable for sure out of, out of, out of anyone's for right? sure and and so you're doing your part I'm doing my part making sure they, they, so you're doing some, some feeds for mm-hmm. them you know right around Thanksgiving or, or yeah or, 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 we, 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 we do we an want. annual
0: Thanksgiving feed and you know what I wanted to do was you know be able to you know cook food and high quality food yeah. organic food to yeah. be able to you know nourish them and to just give them that sense of normalcy yeah. You know, yeah. so I didn't wanna, you know, just kinda take some pasta from the you know right, right. The old pasta getting bad yeah <laughs> in the <laughs> grocery stores and you know, I wanted to do a little more because that's that's just how I feel about things. Yes. You yes. Know, That's just how this you ain't know, no leftovers. We n- actually made the uh-uh. food for y'all. No. Nah. Right. It's actually <laughs> make a big old pot. Get the family they have and then go pass out the rest so it's, it's, it's something that you know I feed my family I eat myself yeah and that's how I feel about that and, and the beauty of it it's engaging, engaging. with engaging right because that
1: ta- that takes away that invisibility for sure is hearing their stories and and talking with them mm-hmm. right and, and really really being that shoulder to cry on when, sure. when when they don't have that and and and, and that's the beauty of Right, because anyone can just feed somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's anybody can feed. But somebody. when you treat people that are invisible mm-hmm. the way they deserve to be treated, it, mm-hmm. it changes it, things. It changes, things. and not only inside of you, uh-huh. right, but inside of them as well. Exactly,
0: and I one one feed one year. I talked to some dude. He he was this dude was a, a food reviewer before the YouTube. You mm-hmm, know, a mm-hmm. professional food mm-hmm. reviewer. Mm-hmm. and he start uh have, he had a seizure and that's what triggered just his job loss and everything and that's how he ended up homeless because of a this, seizure that you know yep. you no one can control that you can't control it the job cut him off and yeah. he lost everything and you know I'm I'm talking to him and... Like, you know, and and a lot of people think, oh, yeah, they're on drugs. They're crazy. You know, they got their preconceived notions about them. And it's like, this dude been successful before. That's right. And he was let go because, you know. Life circumstances. And and he was, you know, he he had been at that camp for about nine months. And he was looking, you know, I guess the state had said they were going to offer him something. And Mm -hmm. he was just waiting in limbo in between time. So I'm like, wow. these are regular people. Yeah, you know? yeah. just it got is. a
1: bad, bad, bad card. You know yeah. that any of us can get any, anybody, any can of get. us. I mean, I, yeah. I remember just a few years ago. You know, my 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 mother-in-law, same thing, just got dementia. Mm-hmm. You know that. In an aggressive dimension, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. She was healthy. Mm -hmm. What's going on? And it's these kinds of like diseases that could hit anyone at any time. At any time, and could totally derail everything you had built. And it has literally none of it's your fault. Mm -hmm. But people, the way we look at it is, we discriminate. You know, society. He he deserves to be out
0: there. He do not want to work. Yeah, you know, he which is
1: a complete false. Uh, yeah, you it's know? like, man. It, oh, man. And, it, so, it, and
0: it'll be the same thing how I think, you know, they was probably looking at me like, oh, he don't want to do good. He, it's right. like, I don't really know how to do good. That's right. You know, That's right. if you take it back a couple of years and that when I start um, really, especially psychology helped me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, what, go in reverse to see like, so when, you know. Anytime I'm dealing with kids when they come in here, mm-hmm, and, you mm-hmm. know, even on the streets, I'm never looking at, like, right now. What I see. Something happened. Yes. It was, and you know, that that's what. I learned it,
1: not to judge books by their covers. Exactly. You know, people say that, but most judge books by their yeah, cover. Sure right. They do. And they judge people you're by sure their covers. Do. No, I, I know exactly what you're talking so about. So it's more of the process.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, There's self-enlightenment When you kind (laughs) of know You're like Don't judge that child By Uh the way they behave Uh
1: -uh. You don't need to put them On a behavior plan Uh -uh. You You put them on those Kinds of plans in school It starts to derail All of them Real quick And let's be real Black and brown Get put on those
0: plans Way faster Than anyone else
1: And that just derails Potentially So many of our kids They
0: separate them Yeah And
1: Yeah Feed the them, you know but when exactly. you feed them right you know what happens
0: mm-hmm. you feed them
1: the healthier stuff like yep. your food the knowledge you can end up with mm-hmm. a different mm-hmm. package man and way different just so proud of you man so proud Thank of what it. you've done just killing it bro killing nice. it in a whole other way nice. <laughs> right in, in, in terms of inspiration For sure. in terms of Overcoming the many obstacles mm-hmm. that are systematic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that's what I want. Yeah. I want our young people to really hear that sometimes, most of the time, you're born into things that oh, yeah. you have no born control over, system. right? Zero control over, and you you're adjusting and you're surviving. But at the same time, we want to bring that, these these messages of other people's lives. Right? Mm-hmm. Is if they can learn from us, mm-hmm. why not? You know, and I'm hoping that this reaches those young black and browns, right? That are that are that that live lifestyles like us, but can make those change, or that are currently incarcerated, and will need to make those change, or Mm -hmm. if or if you're not getting out, because so so many of our brothers are not going to get out, right? Is you have influence over the younger ones that are there that are going to get out, right? and, and, And really get us to really understand that knowledge that needs to that we need to have mm-hmm. to, to be able to make it out on the outside because like you said getting outs the hardest part yeah that's the hardest part that's the hardest part that next transition right. <laughs> back into society very, yeah. that's harder than time
0: it is it really is because you you know you get used to you know that lifestyle is so barbarian yeah. it's like and then you got to deal with civilized life. And you gotta deal with, you know, some more gatekeepers. I went to parole asking for everything and they sent me to the county building. Wow. They they didn't give me anything anything. Did I like, go over <laughs> there? Go over there and get in the uh, line. Exactly. They like. Hey, the line, you're then the stops? line might
1: be eighteen months long. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: man. I'm like, what happened to all that rehab
0: stuff y'all was talking about in there? You know, there ain't what, no rehab. They, at? You know, they, was, uh, they like man, you know they. It, I had one. Uh, my last PO, he had he had told me um, he had let me off. A pro, cause he like you boring, man. He, he like, <laughs> You're like boring, kicking indoors and oh. chasing
1: yeah, he, I, he, he wants to be on the
0: hunt. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> y'all gave me a, a <laughs> y'all gave me <laughs> He was coming to my studio. I had my barber license at the time. I was working at a graveyard shift. You know, everything was a one. Yeah. And he, like, you know, he, he, I, he was upset. that yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. to chase you, man. Exactly. He said, "I'm like you're a pro, man. I like kicking indoors. Like, right, thank you." <laughs> but that's you know that goes to show, like you know, that, yeah,
1: the system is programmed mm-hmm. to to reincarcerate, sure, right? And and, yeah. and you know that's why at, at Inspirame you know, and and we're building Teco man, to really try and help people learn and understand how to make it through like high school right gds high school completion how do you how do you get a a certification from a college you know that's short and that Mm -hmm. can make you some cash to really start to build upon that how do you get a degree how do you you know how do you understand that because let's be real they don't teach us that Uh in school Uh right my high school counselor Uh was busy suspending me exactly you know, I, me, and my homies, we weren't in the classes mm-hmm. that got you into the university. Mm-hmm. Why? Exactly, right? We're we're smart people, man. Mm-hmm. You put me in any environment, and I'm going to survive.
0: That's how that's how I am. <laughs> the that's how that I, uh, means in any environment. You
1: drop me in Beverly Hills, I'm surviving, bro. Exactly. You the, drop me in, in the hood of the Saloon hey, Valley, I'm surviving. I'm surviving. <laughs> I'm that's exactly You take what one it of these is. other book smart kids, they ain't yep. surviving. bro. Uh-uh.
0: They're gonna be looking for a way out, they gonna lay down and die. But but unfortunately, you know the system, hey. Yeah. We didn't build it. Mm-mm. And, and that's a, it. It sounded to me like you guys are introducing the, the fundamentals. And, and that's how I feel like, you know, that's all I needed. Yeah. Just, just the fundamentals. Yeah. And I learned that in football a lot. That's what my coaches used to the fundamentals. The fundamentals. It wasn't about my style or, you know, every mm-hmm. time I tried to do me, it was kind of outside of fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where I felt that. Yeah. And, you know, once I started changing. You know, my life and, and seeing things, you know, for what they are and seeing things with a different perspective. I'm like, damn, this the fundamentals don't change. That's right, the, it, the game changes, the game, changes, but, the changes, but the fundamentals don't. Fundamentals don't. Yeah, so it's like all That's I, a need great is, way to all I needed somebody was to say, Look, you so dope. Yeah, look. And so, once I started reading business. It's selling dope. (laughs) Marketing. Uh accounting? Accounting. accounting, uh, management. Product management. Supply chain management.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you're when you're beating people up for respect, it's the same thing (laughs) as the professional world. Same thing. The same thing. The the people with the Bachelors and the doctorate degrees—they uh-huh. have to beat up other people exactly to get to that level mm-hmm. of authority. Sure. But they don't do it, you know, punching. Yeah. <laughs> they do it, killing positions exactly. of other people, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's it's crazy. Yes, know. Uh-huh. laying sh- these people off, exactly. get rid of these. You're getting rid. It's mm-hmm. the same game. Yep. just different rules. Different, Mm -hmm. you know, same fundamentals. Same fundamentals. Put it very well there. That's, and I'm hoping you, if you're listening to this, you know, and and you're a lighter shade of brown, (laughs) shade of black, just listen. It's the same game, same guy, same game, same fundamentals. We will do our best through these kinds of stories, Mm -hmm. right, to to really just share with you that there's other ways, there's other decisions. Um, even if you made the same decisions that we make there's there's a way to then make slightly different decisions you know? that just catapult your life sure. kind of like what you did man two sure. businesses one nonprofit. profit come on what's next <laughs> yeah. what's next
0: for you here uh, yeah, I got 10 years from now man, 10 I, years from now what what, what, uh, what, what are you thinking Ten years from now, I'm thinking a major collaboration. Uh, Well, within the next five years, I'm thinking a major collaboration with like a big brand, Mm -hmm. like uh, you know, Nike, Adidas, somebody. You know, they gonna want to join forces to be more a part. uh, You know, this new uprising of you know colored people that's trying to do something better. That's right. And they gonna have to come correct too. And, yeah. our streets, exactly. and our brand is the streets, man. Our brand is the streets, right? And you ain't so, getting rid of them. <laughs> no, you're not gonna get rid of them. So you gotta help them. And if you gotta use vessels and people like you, me, and then hey, let's do it. Let's you do know, because I I do the dirty work. You know.
1: And well, Donnell, Don, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate the time that you've you've given given us because it what what. What we plan on doing Mm -hmm. is really changing the education system, Mm -hmm. right? Because it gets rid of too many of us. Yeah. Let's be real. When it comes to TechO, is you can go to TechOGuide.com. You can download our app. We're changing the way people go through college because Mm -hmm. college eliminates almost every black and brown person literally eliminates us from the system. Mm-hmm. whether they eliminate you in high school or whether they eliminate you trying to go to college that's the way the system is yep. I recently found out that the two year graduation rate for community colleges for black and brown students is 2% Wow! that means 98% of us that go to a two year college will not graduate in mm. two years Right? that is completely ridiculous to me and it actually pisses me off Exactly. To the point where it just drives me to do more mm-hmm. right, and these kinds of stories, these kinds of lessons, these kinds of sharing changes things sure. because you killed it, you did it right, and and you 've gone through. It. Some of the biggest obstacles <laughs> hey, the Cal-
0: that the state of California yeah. can put in yeah, front yeah, of yeah. you. Just, oh, man. They tried it. <laughs> and, you're,
1: and you're still here yeah. and
0: you're an entrepreneur? Yeah. We thrive in there. Yeah. We're the, just not surviving. No nothing point. can stop thriving, you now, bro. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nah. And I see it mm-hmm. and it inspires me. Yeah. When the
1: haters hate,
0: <laughs> uh, even if the haters hate, bring it. Uh, and it's like you know, I didn't reach so many people with with this, especially the youth. That you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna yeah. continue. Yeah, it's gonna continue because those seeds they gonna grow. That's right. They are gonna grow. That's right. And sometimes we do gotta go That's through right. it to be able to cultivate and harvest and i love the know. way you're
1: saying that man because i'm ag mm-hmm. i grew up in swiggas valley you know, bro. I, I used to run exactly. through those fields you know we were in poverty man exactly. and and you're right it's it's planting seeds yeah. watering the seeds uh-huh. watching them grow exactly right and, and that's that that's exactly what this is all about mm-hmm. so again thank you very much for the time If you're ever in the Sacramento, Elk Grove area and need a good, solid, solid (laughs) do, come out and visit our friend Donnell at Ambition Barber Studio. Donnell, give him your number one more time.
0: The number is 916-872-0725. The address is 9093 Elk Grove Boulevard. You want to just come by, say what's up, talk, get something off your mind, your heart, good for that too. Right
1: on, brother. Open. right on brother well thank you very much for spending the time and keep an eye out for us because we're going to do a lot of good work together man. Sure. This, this ain't ending with the podcast nah, nah, this nah, is nah, like because, hey man <laughs> yeah. good spirits the, 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 the we're the gonna, seeds is plenty that's yeah. right. <laughs> thank you very much Donnell <laughs> see you later homie
0: for more helpful tips like this to find the quickest and most affordable way possible to get your degree go to the app store and download the free techo Guide app